Act Four of Hiatin Timoruminus, The Self-Tormentor, by Terence. Translated by Henry Thomas Riley. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Act the Fourth. Scene One. Enter Sostrata and a nurse, in haste from the house of Cremes and Cremus and Cyrus, on the other side of the stage, unperceived. Sostrata, holding up a ring and examining it. Unless my fancy deceives me, surely this is the ring which I suspect it to be, the same with which my daughter was exposed. Cremus, apart. Cyrus, what is the meaning of these expressions? Nurse, how is it? Does it not seem to you the same? As for me, I said it was the same the very instant that you showed it me. But have you now examined it thoroughly, my dear nurse? Thoroughly. Then go indoors at once, and if she has now done bathing, bring me word. I'll wait here in the meantime for my husband. Cyrus, apart. She wants you. See what it is she wants. She is in a serious mood. I don't know why. It is not without cause. I fear what it may be. What it may be? If Aeth shall now surely be announcing some important trifle with a great parade. Sostrata, turning round. Ha! Huh? My husband. Ha! Huh? My wife. I was looking for you. Tell me what you want. In the first place, this I beg of you, not to believe that I have ventured to do anything contrary to your commands. Would you have me believe you in this, although so incredible? Well, I will believe you. Cyrus, aside. This excuse portends I know not what offence. Do you remember me being pregnant, and yourself declaring to me, most peremptorily, that if I should bring forth a girl, you would not have it brought up? I know what you have done. You have brought it up. Cyrus, aside. Such is the fact, I'm sure. My young master has gained a loss in consequence. Not at all. But there was here an elderly woman of Corinth of no indifferent character. To her I gave it to be exposed. Oh, Jupiter, that there should be such extreme folly in a person's mind. Alas, what have I done? And do you ask the question? If I have acted wrong, my dear Cremes, I have done so in ignorance. This indeed I know for certain, even if you were to deny it, that in everything you both speak and act ignorantly and foolishly, how many blunders you disclose in this single affair. For in the first place, then, if you had been disposed to obey my orders, the child ought to have been dispatched. You ought not in words to have feigned her death, and in reality to have left hopes of her surviving. But that I pass over, compassion, maternal affection, I allow it, but how finely you did provide for the future. What was your meaning? Do reflect. It's clear beyond a doubt that your daughter was betrayed by you to this old woman, either that through you she might make a living by her, or that she might be sold in the open market as a slave. I suppose you reasoned thus. Anything is enough, if only her life is saved. What are you to do with those who understand neither law nor right and justice, 
be it for better or for worse be it for them or against them they see nothing except just what they please my dear creamies i have done wrong i own i am convinced now this i beg of you inasmuch as you are more advanced in years than i be so much the more ready to forgive so that your justice may be some protection for my weakness i'll readily forgive you doing this of course but sostrata my easy temper prompts you to do amiss but whatever the circumstances by reason of which this was begun upon proceed to tell it as we women are all foolishly and wretchedly superstitious when i delivered the child to her to be exposed i drew a ring from off my finger and ordered her to expose it together with the child that if she should die she might not be without some portion of our possessions that was right thereby you proved the saving of yourself and her sostrata holding out the ring this is that ring whence did you get it from the young woman whom bacchus brought here with her cyrus aside ha what does she say she gave it to me to keep for her while she went to bathe at first i paid no attention to it but after i looked at it i at once recognized it and came running to you what do you suspect now or have you discovered relative to her i don't know unless you inquire of herself whence she got it if that can possibly be discovered cyrus aside i'm undone i see more hopes from this incident than i desire if it is so she certainly must be ours is this woman living to whom you delivered the child i don't know what account did she bring to you at the time that she had done as i had ordered her tell me what is the woman's name that she may be inquired after filtery cyrus aside tis the very same it's a wonder if she isn't found and i lost sostrata follow me this way indoors how much beyond my hopes has this matter turned out how dreadfully afraid i was creamies that you would now be of feelings as unrelenting as formerly you were on exposing the child many a time a man cannot be such as he would be if circumstances do not admit of it time has now so brought it about that i should be glad of a daughter formerly i wished for nothing less Cremis and Sostrata go into the house. Scene two. Cyrus alone. Unless my fancy deceives me, retribution will not be very far off from me. So much by this incident are my forces now utterly driven into straits. Unless I contrive by some means that the old man mayn't come to know that this damsel is his son's mistress for as to entertaining any hopes about the money or supposing i could cajole him it's useless i shall be sufficiently triumphant if i'm allowed to escape with my sides covered i'm vexed that such a tempting morsel has been so suddenly snatched away from my jaws what am i to do or what shall i devise i must begin upon my plan over again nothing is so difficult that it may be found out by seeking um what if i set about it after this fashion 
he considers. Ah, that's of no use. What if after this fashion? I affect just about the same, but, but this I think will do. Ah, mm, it cannot. Ah, ah, yes, excellent, uh, bravo. I found out the best of all. Faith, I do believe that after all, I shall lay hold of this same runaway money. Scene three. Enter Clinia at the other side of the stage. Clinia to himself. Nothing can possibly henceforth befall me of such consequence as to cause me uneasiness. So extreme is this joy that has surprised me. Now then, I shall give myself up entirely to my father, to be more frugal than even he could wish. Cyrus, apart. I wasn't mistaken. She has been discovered, so far as I understand from these words of his. Advancing. I am rejoiced that this matter has turned out for you so much to your wish. Oh, my dear Cyrus, have you heard of it, pray? How shouldn't I, when I was present all the while? Did you ever hear of anything falling out so fortunately for anyone? Never. And so may the gods prosper me. I do not now rejoice so much on my own account as hers, whom I know to be deserving of any honour. I believe it. But now, Clinia, come attend to me in my turn, for your friend's business as well. It must be seen, too, that it is placed in a state of security, lest the old gentleman should now come to know anything about his mistress. Oh, Jupiter! Do be quiet. My Antiphila will be mine. Do you still interrupt me thus? What can I do? My dear Cyrus, I'm transported with joy. Do bear with me. And faith, I really do bear with you. We are blessed with the life of the gods. I'm taking pains to no purpose, I doubt. Speak, I hear you. But still, you'll not mind it. I will. This must be seen to, I say, that your friend's business as well is placed in a state of security. For if you now go away from us and leave Bacchus here, our old man will immediately come to know that she is Clitiphus' mistress. If you take her away with you, it will be concealed just as much as it has been hitherto concealed. But still, Cyrus, nothing can make more against my marriage than this. For with what face am I to address my father about it? You understand what I mean? Why not? What can I say? What excuse can I make? Nay, I don't want you to dissemble. Tell me the whole case just as it really is. What is it you say? I bid you do this. Tell him that you are in love with her, and want her for a wife, that his Bacchus is Clitiphus' mistress. 
you require a thing that is fair and reasonable and easy to be done and i suppose then you would have me request my father to keep it a secret from your old man on the contrary to tell him directly the matter just as it is what are you quite in your senses or sober why you were for ruining him outright for how could he be in a state of security tell me that for my part i yield the palm to this device here i do pride myself exultingly in having in myself such exquisite resources and power of address so great as to deceive them both by telling the truth so that when your old man tells ours that she is his son's mistress he'll still not believe him but yet by these means you again cut off all hopes of my marriage for as long as cremes believes that she is my mistress he'll not give me his daughter perhaps you care little what becomes of me so long as you provide for him what the plague do you suppose i want this pretence to be kept up for an age tis but for a single day only till i have secured the money you be quiet i ask no more is that sufficient if his father should come to know of it pray what then what if i have recourse to those who say what now if the sky were to fall i'm afraid to go about it you afraid as if it was not in your power to clear yourself at any time you like and discover the whole matter well well let bacchus be brought over to our house capital uh, she is coming out of doors scene four enter bacchus and phrygia from the house of cremes bacchus pretending not to see clinia and cyrus oh to a very fine purpose upon my faith have the promises of cyrus brought me hither who agreed to lend me ten minae if now he deceives me oft as he may entreat me to come he shall come in vain or else when i've promised to come and fix the time when he has carried word back for certain and clitipho is on the stretch of expectation i'll disappoint him and not come cyrus will make atonement to me with his back clinia apart to cyrus she promises you very fairly cyrus to clinia but do you think she is in jest she'll do it if i don't take care bacchus aside they're asleep in faith i'll rouse them aloud my dear phrygia did you hear about the country seat of chariness which that man was showing us just now i heard of it that it was the next to the farm here on the right-hand side i remember run thither post-haste the captain is keeping the feast of bacchus at his house cyrus apart what is she going to be at tell him i am here very much against my inclination 
and am detained but that by some means or other i'll give them the slip and come to him phrygia moves cyrus coming forward upon my faith i'm ruined bacchus stay stay prithee where are you sending her order her to stop bacchus to phrygia be off why the money's ready why then i'll stay phrygia returns and it will be given you presently uh, just when you please do i press you but do you know what you are to do pray what you must now go over to the house of menedemus and your equipage must be taken over thither what scheme are you upon you rascal what i coney money to give you do you think me a proper person for you to play upon it's not without purpose bacchus pointing to the house why have i any business then with you here oh no i'm only going to give you what's your own <laughs> then let's be going follow this way goes to the door of menedemus and calls who oh, there dromo enter dromo from the house who is it wants me cyrus what's the matter take over all the attendants of bacchus to your house here immediately why so ask no questions let them take what they brought here with them the old gentleman will hope his expenses are lightened by their departure for sure he little knows how much loss this trifling gain will bring him you dromo if you are wise know nothing of what you do know you shall own that i'm dumb clinia bacchus and phrygia go into the house of menedemus and dromo follows with bacchus's retinue and baggage scene five enter kremis from his house to himself so may the deities prosper me i am now concerned for the fate of menedemus that so great a misfortune should have befallen him to be maintaining that woman with such a retinue although i am well aware he will not be sensible of it for some days to come his son was so greatly missed by him but when he sees such a vast expense incurred by him every day at home and no limit to it he'll wish that this son would leave him a second time see here comes cyrus most opportunely cyrus to himself as he comes forward why delay to accost him cyrus well how go matters i've been wishing for some time for you to be thrown in my way you seem then to have effected something i know not what with the old gentleman as to what we were talking of a short time since no sooner said than done in real earnest in real upon my faith i cannot forbear patting your head for it come here cyrus i'll do you some good turn for this matter and with pleasure patting his head but if you knew how cleverly it came into my head Pshaw! do you boast because it has turned out according to your wishes on my word not i indeed i am telling the truth tell me how it is clinia has told menedemus that this bacchus is your clitiphos mistress and that he has taken her thither with him in order that you might not come to know of it 
very good tell me please what you think of it extremely good i declare why yes pretty fair but listen what a piece of policy still remains he is then to say that he has seen your daughter that her beauty charmed him as soon as he beheld her and that he desires her for a wife what her that has just been discovered the same and in fact he'll request that she may be asked for it for what purpose cyrus for i don't altogether comprehend it oh dear you are so dull perhaps so money will be given him for the wedding with which golden trinkets and clothes do you understand me to buy them just so but i neither give nor betroth my daughter to him but why why do you ask to a fellow just as you please i don't mean that in reality you should give her to him but that you should pretend it pretending is not in my way do you mix up these plots of yours so as not to mix me up in them do you think that i'll betroth my daughter to a person to whom i will not marry her i imagine so by no means it might have been cleverly managed and i undertook this affair for the very reason that a short time since you so urgently requested it i believe you but for my part creamies i take it a well and good either way but still i especially wish you to do your best for it to be brought about but in some other way it shall be done some other method must be thought of but as to what i was telling you of uh, about the money which she owes to bacchus that must now be repaid her and you will not of course now be having recourse to this method what have i to do with it was it lent to me did i give any orders had she the power to pawn my daughter without my consent they quote that saying creamies with good reason rigorous law is often rigorous injustice i will not do so on the contrary though others were at liberty you are not at liberty all think that you are in good and very easy circumstances nay rather i'll at once carry it to her myself why no request your son in preference for what reason why because the suspicion of being in love with her has been transferred to him with menedemus what's then because it will seem to be more like probability when he gives it her and at the same time i shall effect more easily what i wish ah here he comes go and bring out the money i'll bring it goes into his house scene six enter clitifer to himself there is nothing so easy but that it becomes difficult when you do it with reluctance as this walk of mine for instance though not fatigue it has reduced me to weariness and now i dread nothing more than that i should be packed off somewhere hence once again that i may not have access to bacchus may then all the gods and goddesses as many as exist confound you cirrus with these stratagems and plots of yours you are always devising something of this kind by means of which to torture me will you not away with you to where you deserve how nearly had your forwardness proved my ruin upon my faith i wish it had been so just what you deserve deserve how so 
really i'm glad that i've heard this from you before you had the money which i was just going to give you what then would you have me to say to you you've made a fool of me brought my mistress hither whom i'm not allowed to touch well i'm not angry then but do you know where bacchus is just now at our house no where then at clinia's i'm ruined be of good heart you shall presently carry to her the money that you promised her you do prate away where from from your own father perhaps you are joking with me the thing itself will prove it indeed then i am a lucky man sirius i do love you from my heart but your father's coming out take care not to express surprise at anything for what reason it is done give way at the proper moment do what he orders and say but little scene seven enter kremis from the house with a bag of money where's clitifo now cyrus aside to clitifo say here i am here am i kremis to cyrus have you told him how it is i've told him pretty well everything take this money and carry it holding out the bag cyrus aside to clitifo go why do you stand still you stone why don't you take it very well give it me receives the bag cyrus to clitifo follow me this way directly to kremis you in the meanwhile will wait here for us till we return for there's no occasion for us to stay there long Critifo and Cyrus go into the house of Menedemus. Kremers to himself. My daughter, in fact, has now had ten minae from me, which I consider as paid for her board. Another ten will follow these for clothes, and then she will require two talents for her portion. How many things, both just and unjust, are sanctioned by custom. Now I am obliged, neglecting my business to look out for some one on whom to bestow my property that has been acquired by my labour. Scene 8. Enter Menedemus from his house. Menedemus to Clinia within. My son, I now think myself the happiest of all men since I find that you have returned to a rational mode of life. Kremis aside. How much he is mistaken. Grammys, you are the very person I wanted. Preserve, so far as in you lies, my son, myself, and my family. Tell me what you would have me do. You have this day found a daughter. What then? Clinia wishes her to be given him for a wife. Prithee, what kind of person are you? Why? Have you already forgotten what passed between us concerning a scheme? that by that method some money might be got out of you? I remember. That self-same thing they are now about? What do you tell me, Kremis? Why, surely this courtesan, who is at my house, is Clitifo's mistress. So they say, and you believe it all, and they say he is desirous of a wife, in order that, when I have betrothed her, you may give him money with which to provide gold trinkets and clothing, and other things that are requisite. That is it, no doubt. That money will be given to his mistress. Of course it is to be given. Alas, 
In vain, then. Unhappy man, have I been overjoyed. Still, however, I had rather anything than be deprived of him. What answer now shall I report from you, Kremes, so that he may not perceive that I have found it out, and take it to heart? To heart, indeed. You are too indulgent to him, Menadimus. Let me go on. I have now begun. Assist me in this throughout, Kremes. Say then that you have seen me, and have treated about the marriage. I'll say so. What then? That I will do everything. That as a son-in-law he meets my approbation. In fine, too, if you like, tell him also that she has been promised him. Well, that's what I wanted. That he may the sooner ask of you, and you may as soon as possible give him what you wish. It is my wish. Assuredly, before very long, according as I view this matter, you'll have enough of him. But, however that may be, if you're wise, you'll give to him cautiously, and a little at a time. I'll do so. Go indoors and see how much he requires. I shall be at home, if you should want me for anything. I certainly do want you, for I shall let you know whatever I do. They go into their respective houses. End of Act 4